Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Welcome to the podcast, fam. Today we have an incredible episode all about Okeechobee Festival. So if you guys are first timers, if you're ready to do a camping festival and feel completely prepared, I've got my girl Taylor Bruno here, who is a three-time Okeechobee vet, who is going to be sharing all of the important tips and information that you should know before attending Okeechobee. I will be going for the first time this year, so I personally soaked up all of the information that she shared in this episode. So we're going to be talking about everything from transportation, camping option, stages, navigating the festival, and all of the things in between. But before we dive into that, if you guys have ever dreamed of doing a cruise ship festival with 96 hours of nonstop music, theme nights, artist activities, a private island party, then you guys should join me on Groove Cruise 2024, which is the 20th anniversary sailing out of Miami. It's going to be my first Groove Cruise and I could not be more excited about it. So my fam members, you guys can use the code RAVECULTUREcast, all one word, to save $50 off per person per room. Um, it's going to be an incredible experience, you guys. Like I mentioned, we have room packages from interior rooms, all the way up to different suites, club balcony suites, anything that you can imagine depending on your price point. Dining is included and then there are drink packages available for purchase as well. I could not be more pumped about this. The 2023 cruise just happened. I had so much FOMO. People had the most amazing time. The vibes look immaculate. It is an incredible experience. We're going to be doing some fun stuff with Rave Culture Cast on board as well. So I can't wait to see you guys. Come party with me. I'm staying on the 11th floor if you want to book with me. Again, discount code Rave Culture Cast, all one word, and there will be a link down below in the description to book. All right, with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. All right, guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast. Today, I am super excited to welcome my guest, Taylor Bruno, who, quick background, we met at Imagine Music Festival in 2019 when she was a wee rave baby. I think <laughs> you were like 19. <laughs> yeah. I was 19. Oh my God, what a time. <laughs> so, you're so young. And I was like, this girl is fucking awesome. <laughs> and we've just known each other over the years. But before we like dive into all things Okeechobee, I wanted to like let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. So who are you? What do you do? Tell us all the things. Hi. Taylor, of course. Um, I'm in, live in Miami, Florida. Currently, I bartend. I'm starting to get more into like event ops. Last year, nice. I worked ground control. I've been doing mostly that. Um, I've been raving for nine years. It's been a, a long run. <laughs> Damn. It's going to be my third Oki. I'm super excited. I'm excited for you to experience your first Oki. It's going to be Same. so fun. Same. When did you start raving? How old are you? Uh, 15. My oh, shit. rave was like Corella. And like, okay. you here in Miami. It was so fun. Oh, my. Do you it think like... Did you get into rave? Well, just being from Miami, because you guys have such a good music scene down there. Is that like why you got into it or were friends into it? Definitely. I always like heard about Ultra and like Music Week. It was so big mm -hmm. in high school and everything. And I always loved the music. And when I went to my first rave, I didn't even know it was like a rave. I just thought it was mm -hmm. like a concert. I went to my first one. After that, I was hooked. <laughs> so was Ultra your first festival too? Ultra was like my, yeah, my first huge one. Other than like- okay. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Life in color was like the gateway. The <laughs> yeah. 
I actually, I think I might have told you this. I forget. I flew down to Life in Color Miami in 2016. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I, I literally was at that one. Oh, God. dude. That was the moment when, because like I was 25 at the time, I think. And me and my friend flew down there for it because it was like Jack U, Flosher Dom. It's like all my favorite people yes. at the time. It was so was good. Was uh, so nightmare. Good. And we were like, let's fly down because it was a two day. I think it was a two day event, maybe. I don't know. But I just remember walking through the gates and there were like people online in braces. And I was like, we, this crowd is too fucking young <laughs> for us. And it was probably like, no, yeah. I, I think I was 16 at the time. So yeah, yeah, we yeah, definitely yeah. Were <laughs> That's so funny. I can't believe we voluntarily good. let people throw paint on us. That was what was it? It for was me? a time. It was a time to be alive. Honestly, I kind of miss some of that. I was like just thinking about it because I have a trap artist coming on the podcast soon. And I was like, I kind of miss that whole era of when I loved like Yellow Claw, Floss, all that. For sure. So good. Yeah, I do miss that. But what? Okay. Obviously, depending on your shirt right now, what what music are you into? Who are some of your favorite artists? Oh, well, of course, I love like my shirt says I love how techno trance right now. I'd say like my favorite artists are John Summit, mm-hmm. um, Tin Liquor. Who else? Off the top of my head, Cascade is my number one. Mm. Um, I love Seven Lions. I kind of love a little bit of everything. Yeah. Other than like, I'm not really big there. Like, bass or like dubstep. Used to be. Not mm-hmm. as much anymore. Yeah, I feel that. No, we we have that in common. That's for sure. But <laughs> I will what well, we can chat a little about about the lineup today too. But I figured for today how I like to structure these because this is just as much like me learning, like which is why I'm excited about it. But for anybody else who's like gonna be a first timer at Oki this year, or maybe like they, they just want to like spruce up on their camping or they haven't been in a couple of years, I kind of want to go through in order of like like pre-festival we'll talk about how to get there transportation all that kind of stuff then we'll talk like camping and then we'll talk festival so for everyone listening we're going to go through like an entire guide of Okotobi today so you can get hype and feel prepared but you've done three of them now so are you ready to go this year oh I'm super ready last year I worked it so now I feel like I'm even more ready I'm like I've seen it all (laughs) hell yes okay well let me ask you off the bat before we like get into just questions and stuff like what is it about this festival that brings you back? Like any favorite memories or just reasons that you like to return? I love Oki so much. I think it really is a community there. Like it reminds me a lot of Forest. Everyone's so sweet. They're always walking around like happy Oki. People are giving gifts mm-hmm. out. The art is beautiful. Just the area itself too. Like it's a very like woodsy kind of area of Florida. You don't really get that down here. Mm-hmm. It's like central Florida area. I love the weather too. It gets like hot and cold at night. Mm-hmm. There's so much to love about Oki. Yeah. That's what I've been here at. Like everyone, not that I've obviously known this festival. It's a big festival, but every single person I've talked to has said the same thing. Like I haven't heard a single bad thing about it. It still sounds like even though it's a growing as a festival, it's still like a tight knit community yeah, kind of only owned it for like three years, but it was around before that as well. Mm-hmm. Every year that I go, I always have a great time. I have no complaints at all. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. I'm excited to dive into <laughs> no everything way. with you. No, that's good. This is perfect. That's why I'm getting hyped. I kind of like, I've talked about it a little bit, but this happened last minute for me too, because I just wanted to do something at the beginning of the year and it was between Crossed and Oki. And then it just worked out this way. I'm really excited about the lineup. Um, I'm always down for a camping festival. I wanted to do more of them. And I'm pretty sure Beatbox is also going to be there, guys. Yeah, they so. were there last year, too. <laughs> I love Beatbox. Yeah, we were on the fence. I wasn't sure if it was going to happen, but we are going to be there. So now I get to like also see my coworkers and go a little bit with work, too, which is really nice. Yeah, so pumped about all of that. But 
to start planning, you kind of touched a little bit on it, but in your opinion, since you wait, hold on. Can you hear me? Okay. Knocked my headphones <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> um, since you live in Florida, so you're going to be driving, correct? Yes. Definitely. Okay. What is like the best way to get there for people? What are some transportation options to get to Oki? Uh, I would definitely say the best way to get there is driving for me personally. You know, you have somewhere to store your important stuff. It's always nice to have a car. I know this year they implemented the shuttles, which is a good option. If you're mm-hmm. like coming from out of state and you don't want to spend the money like renting a car, that could be a good option. But right. I do love driving, having somewhere, you know, to get, it's really hot in the day, really hot. I love getting mm-hmm. ready for the car with the AC on, you know. True. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we ended up doing. So we, I know I asked you about like, there was a couple of different airport options to fly into. I'm sure people have their travel booked ready, but for future, it seemed like there was like almost two to three airports that were within a two hour driving window that any of them would have been good options to go into. Definitely. I think. Fort Lauderdale. Which one are you flying into? We ended up doing Orlando because it was okay. a little bit cheaper. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think it said it was a little less than two. two right? Yeah. It said like an hour 45 to 50. I thought that because like Miami is like two hours and 15, which isn't. Okay. Bad. Yeah. That's not bad. So we picked, we ended up going with, um, we were, I was looking at Palm Beach too, but New Jersey had all direct options to everything. So we did Orlando and then we're flying in Wednesday the day before. We just, we literally picked a hotel next to a Walmart so we could just like do that all. Yeah. yeah. So we were like, we'll get in, we'll get our car rental. We'll go to Walmart on Wednesday, like clean that out because, you know, it won't be as crazy as the Walmart closest oh, to Okotoki. Yeah. There's only one Walmart next to Oki and it's yeah. my first Oki I went. I just, that was my first camping festival ever. It was okay. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. We went to the Walmart nearest and Okie's such like that town is so small. Like mm-hmm. once you go, you'll see there's nothing but kind of like trailer parks. It's mostly like open land. Yeah. It was cleaned out by the time we got there. That's what we figured. <laughs> yes. We were like, let's just do it all Wednesday. We'll get like a nice, nice night's sleep. And then we'll just wake up like super early on Thursday and and go, but it didn't look like there was any other early arrival options, right? Like everybody pretty much arrives yeah, like Thursday. Yeah. Okay, cool. So how do we navigate that? What are the tricks? Like how, how have you done that in the past on Thursday? <laughs> My first year, it was, I kind of made a mistake, got there a little bit late and we waited like four hours, but okay. last year I worked the gates. So they opened it a little bit earlier. It was a little more faster. I know it opens at 9am. There wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of people in line as soon as it opened, but around like noonish, it started to get a little bit longer. Okay. I would say people are telling me they didn't wait longer than like an hour, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So not, That's not bad at all. Yeah, it wasn't bad, honestly. Okay, cool. I feel like with the lines now, like even with ED, Camp EDC, as long as you like go to the bathroom before you have snacks and water in there so you don't get hungry. And then other than that, like, yeah. I mean, is it different lines for VIP, do you know, than GA? Yeah. There is. Okay. So VIP and RVs. I would say the RV line, if you aren't giving an RV, is really long. <laughs> I okay. feel bad that they do ch- thoroughly check through the RVs. <laughs> right, right, right. That makes sense. What have you done um, in the past? Have you, I know you worked last year, but have you always done GA? Yeah, usually always GA. Okay. It seems like they have like, well, obviously like the biggest campground seems to be, I feel like GA yeah, can't go wrong really. Are, I would say like <laughs> bigger than like the festival grounds. The campgrounds are huge. Damn. Okay, cool. I'm excited for that. All right. So get there early. Thursday, make sure you have everything. Um, what you've kind of mentioned the location, but when you actually get there, like, I don't know if it's comparable to other festivals, but what is the actual like campgrounds like? How's the weather? Like, can you chat a little bit about the location? 
I love the location personally, not the surrounding area, but yeah. <laughs> um, it's mostly grass. The cool thing about Oki is that for each campground, there's like a paved driveway that leads you there. Mm. So a lot of people bring bikes, scooters, roller skates to get you to the festival. If you end up getting there later, obviously your campsite's going to be a mm-hmm. little farther. The farthest lot I think is like the pink lot and it's almost like a 30 minute walk. It's a little steep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you so, got to bring something. Some oh, I saw definitely. people saying to bring bikes. Yeah, they have bike racks and stuff. So that's definitely a good option. Okay. It's it's a lot of walking. Do they have the guys that like go on the bikes? That the bike oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. 2020, they had them. This past year, they didn't. But I heard it was kind of like an insurance issue. So I'm really okay. hoping that they bring them back because I wrote them on 2020 and it was so much fun. Okay. I was going to say, that's always a good option to have. And that's interesting to know about um the, the cars. Everything is car camping, correct? Other than RV. Um, no, actually this year they implemented, um, tent only camping, which is new oh, like, okay. before I was like, you bought a wristband and car camping was included, but now you have to buy like a separate pass for car. Camping. Uh, okay. I'll have to check on that. <laughs> I don't even I think I, no, I didn't realize that until a couple of days ago. I was like, wait, I didn't buy my car camping pass. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I don't think I bought mine either. So I'll have to check that out, but okay. And then weather, how is the oh, weather the at Okeechobee? I love the weather. It's kind of, it reminds me a lot of forests. Like during the day, it's Florida. It's hot. It's mm-hmm. humid. Definitely wear sunscreen. At night, it's really cold. Like it drops pretty low. I think the lowest yeah. last year was like 42. Oof. So, yeah. yeah. Layers. I would definitely be prepared for that. Yeah. I, I okay. wore short coats at night. That's how cold it was. <laughs> Also, just a quick reminder, guys, we still have Okeechobee tickets on sale. I am an Insomniac affiliate, so if you guys want to purchase through me and use my link down below, I very much appreciate it. So I'm I'm coming over prepared the layers. I'm such a little bitch in the cold. So no, we got. I am too. <laughs> I completely feel Yeah, I was like, I'm not fucking around. I have like cute outfits for the day, but like the minute that sun goes down, we did um this. I've talked about this. I'm a big locker person now. Like as soon as I can, I get going because I just store so much shit. So we did get a locker inside the festival because I was like, I'm throwing joggers and my fur jacket in there. Yeah, it's better than as I can back to your campsite because that can sometimes mm-hmm. it can be a little longer. Then you you get there with your friends, you're talking, kind of time passes you. Yeah. That's what I don't want to miss anything of I did exactly. the same thing at at no actually Forest we didn't end up getting a locker in time. So I just like had my heavy jackets like tied to my hydration pack the whole day. And I was like, yeah. I wish I I wish I had gotten one so we didn't make that mistake this time. But um, the one thing I was confused about from the map. So what's cool about this is you have like the lake there, right? Like there's a beach and you have a stage there. So are there some stages that are used outside the camp, outside the festival grounds as well? The the layout of Oki is very unique. I would say like mm-hmm. Jungle 51 is like separated from all the other stages and has its own entrance. So oh, interesting. And now is also separated. And then incendia aquachobi and here are all kind of in like the same area okay but it's just like you because that's what i was confused about because that forest like you obviously have the big gate and then tripoli is right after it's not like that right no it's like it's it's a little weird but i'm not mad about it because you never wait in a line there's so many entrances that you're just oh nice oh hell yeah okay cool i'm excited for that yeah because i saw literally its own land like you got to go through a separate entrance it's far away from Uh. all these yeah 
So what is your like day like typically? Like, do you, are you hanging out by that beach area? Is that like kind of the chill area during the day? I love Okeechobee during the day. People usually bring like little floaties and they hang on the lake. I'm a Floridian, so I know not to get into like (laughs) water in Florida. I personally wouldn't, but like I salute the people who do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, In the beginning of the day, I should just hang out like in the campsite. There is like activities and stuff. I haven't done any of those yet. I do. I want to this year. That's what I, that's what like I get excited about because I know they offer so many things and I'm like the first year is so hard because you're just taking it all in so I feel like we won't really get to do too much but I always like to check out at least like is there like a vendor village I'm assuming and like a main street yeah, kind of thing Toby they call it Toby Wobie Village which is like where all the vendors are at yeah. they art installations it's really cute okay I'm like it depends on what time you go to sleep the night before it's that's not, gonna determine almost if one closes at like seven or eight a.m. so it's like you know? Oh my God. What, what yeah. is it usually for you? Like, are you, do you go hard every single day? Or are you like, <laughs> I like to say that I, I would love to say that I don't, but I do. I make yeah. that mistake every time I just like get wrapped up in having so much fun that I'm like, Oh, it's already 7am on day right. one. Oops. <laughs> you got, you want to take advantage of it though. Exactly. exactly. And I feel like the music we're into like jungle 51 is like oh, that exactly. kind of music. That's, I literally live in jungle 51. Honestly. Okay. That's been like one of the biggest drawing points for me. I've just seen those videos over the years and I'm like, I want to be in that stage. Yeah. It looks so cool. Okay. While we're talking about stages, I guess like let's spend a second here too. So you talked a little bit about the layout, but this is a multi-genre festival, which is awesome. So we're going to have like a little bit of everything, but what would, how would you describe each of the stages? Like, do you, are they mixed genres is like jungle 51 is a lot of house and techno Yeah, jungle 51. I would say it's like strictly house and techno. Um, Aquachobi can be like a little bit of a mix. There's like some house, mostly like bass and dubstep incendia straight bass rhythm mm-hmm. all that kind of jazz and then b and now are kind of like where the main acts perform usually mm-hmm. so it's that's a lot of mixed genre too and here the same thing i would say mixed genres yeah are you usually do you spend time at those stages too or are you just like i yeah. do yeah <laughs> i love here it's like the big like tent stage it's beautiful okay it's so nice cool. that's yeah that one i'm really excited for i think it's the aquachobi one that's also covered right Aqua no. has like a little tent area in front of it, okay. but like right in, directly in front of the stage, it's like open, it's sand kind of area. It's cute. Got it. Okay. Do you have, what are some like favorite sets from the past? Like memorable sets? <laughs> oh my God. Ugh, I'd have to say Dombreski at Aquatobi last year. It was one of my favorites. Um, nice. Robinson at now. Um, Meg the Stallion last year too was a lot of fun. Ooh. My comfort zone, but it was so yeah. much fun. Uh, Cascade in 2020 at here was another mm. one of my favorite sets. Um, and anything at Jungle 51, honestly, I lose track of who's playing there. I right. just for hours and it's, it's always so much fun. Everyone <laughs> has their little hammocks up, their yeah. couches, and you just get the vibe and chill. Sweet. Yeah, that's the stuff I want to make sure I am packing a lot with me, but I do want to grab like the um, like the chillbo, like blow up couches and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't have one yet, but I'm like, we need, we need the stuff to just like chill around. Cause it's just me and my like one girlfriend going, I've never gone with just one other person to a festival too. So we were like, we're kind of open to doing anything and everything, which is really nice. Cause it'll be flexible, but I do want to hit at least like all of the stages once that's my goal. So we'll oh, see if that happens. Sure. Yeah. And I forgot, I don't have the lineup pulled up right now, but I know like I personally do like, because it is very bass heavy. She's a big bass head. I'm big, like house techno. I think it'll be cool because I do want to go see like Ella stream and all those other types of artists that I wouldn't normally 
go see just to get something different. And I feel like when it's a camping festival atmosphere, it just like leans more on the base side anyway. So we'll, we'll dabble in everything. I think, did you have any like favorites this year that you were like, (laughs) fuck yes. So excited. They're on here. Oh, definitely Township Rebellion oh. and Liquor. I know yes. I saw you at Township We will be at the sets together. <laughs> you were the one who told me at Forest that it was Township Rebellion. I just randomly ended Oh, up yeah, 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 yeah. Like, who is this? This is amazing. I loved it. Oh my God. I know. That's why I said I was like, I will be reliving my Forest, my favorite like four hour right? window. If they put them back to back again, I will be so fucking happy. Okay. I oh I agree with you. I'm, I'm the same level as you. Um. Okay camping questions really quick. So for camping setup, we talked about check-in. That was good. Um, bathrooms. I always got to talk about bathrooms. What is the situation? How are the showers? <laughs> so, I mean, with the bathrooms, I kind of, they're kind of just like every other festival in the beginning of the day, they're nice, but you know, towards the end of the day, they're a little not cute. Yeah. Not cute at all. <laughs> definitely bring wipes with you and tissue because they do run out of toilet paper. I've noticed by the end of the night, mm-hmm. the ones the campgrounds are a little bit like less, you know, gross. I would say by the mm-hmm. end of the night, less people are there. They're more hanging on the festival grounds. The okay. showers, the showers can get a little crazy. Like they clean up <laughs> right in the morning and it's still a little bit cold, you know, when the sun is rising, I, that's the best time to take a shower is right when mm-hmm. they get cleaned, even though you will be like a little chilly walking back to your campsite. The lines don't usually get long till like it's really hot outside around like 9, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I would get there as soon as possible. Or if you want to shower, okay. me, that's a good option too. There's no line, but it's cold and it's probably, it might yeah. be. Okay, I never have I a problem with like the temperature. Every year it's always been warm, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Just so. the typical stuff. Yeah, I, I think um at Forest, like baby wipes were my best friend. I'm definitely going to be bringing those again, but I did take, I ended up taking two showers throughout the weekend. And I know yes. I'm pretty sure cause I'm doing it through insomniac, but I think it's VIP that we're doing. And I did read that those are like trailer bathrooms and stuff like that. So uh, I'm like, I hope they're a little bit better. Yeah. I'm excited to see like the difference of, of that. I mean, it would be the dream is always to get an RV. I wish that was the Situation. I know, right? I wanted to go as well, but we're already doing like a RV again for EDC. So I'm like, okay, chill. yeah, for the heat, that makes more sense. Yeah. And then are there, because I haven't really read too much. I know, I guess maybe Jungle 51 is sort of the after party because it goes the latest, but are, do you notice people still doing like renegade parties in the campgrounds or anything? <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, definitely. I love Okies like after renegades, they're insane. Mm-hmm. Definitely bring earplugs because you yeah. will not be getting sleep in those campgrounds. <laughs> Great. At Great. All. It's just, there's always some crazy run in and, and any spot in VA, mm-hmm. regular, like people really go all out with their setups and I love it. It's a lot of oh, fun. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll have to walk around and check that out and just look at the RV area and stuff. Is it pretty much like you can walk around wherever too in the campgrounds or do they check passes or not really? I think they actually changed it because of how much renegades were going on. RVs used okay. to be in the park, like in GA. Yeah. But having so many like crazy renegades, people were complaining. So I noticed this year that RVs are only in VIP or GA plus. Okay. That makes sense. I I think they're going to be a little more strict with people like going into those areas just because they're trying to like control all the noise. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. And then this is kind of standard, but I just, I'm typically like, we'll normally bring breakfast foods, like muffins, like whatever easy shit that's like non-perishable. But as far as like the food in the campgrounds or the festival go, like any, any favorite things you like to eat there, anything good? 
I usually always bring food with me, but I'm mm-hmm. such a like chicken fingers and fries kind of girl. As <laughs> as it is. <laughs> you can't go wrong with those. Um, island noodles is usually always there. I hope I'm not sure if they're going to be there, but they usually are. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. they, <laughs> they best be there. Stand last year. That was like fruit bowls and smoothies. That was like my go-to every morning. Mm, okay. Nice. Yeah. I feel like it's so trial and error. Cause I remember walking around like forest had so many good options, but it was so hit or miss. Like some days I ended up picking shit that just was not good at all. And then other days it got really, really good. Yeah. I was like, damn it. These like tater top fry things, like $15 and they suck. No, I go back to Island I just bring food. Cause I'm like, I don't want it to be your hit or miss, especially with yeah. the sometimes I'm like, oh, damn. right. Exactly. That's why we were saying we were, we like debated bring cookware, but we're both flying in. So I always, I have a camping festival YouTube video coming out for everybody. But if you are flying in, we were like, it's just so much easier to pack like peanut butter and jelly and yeah, like muffins, like breakfast food that we can eat quickly and then buy like one or two more meals inside the festival and just like eat a snack or something like that. Definitely. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then moving on to festival questions, we're walking through this. How are you feeling? I'm doing great. <laughs> I love it. You're killing it. You're on top of it. Okay. So festival grounds, I kind of you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but from like the furthest stage, I guess what's like the distance between them? Like, is this an EDC Las Vegas? Like it's going to take you 25 minutes to walk oh, from like one stage? Not. Definitely not. Okay. I would say maybe the furthest from each other is like Jungle 51 to now. And okay. it's still 10 minutes maybe with like traffic, like people traffic, which is honestly, there's not even that much people traffic because it's such like an open area, which mm. is another thing I love about Oki. Yeah, it's, it's very spread like, out. And like close, you know, it's spread out, but it's also a little tight knit. The stages aren't that far from each other. Okay, that's good to know. Are people still kind of like furthest, pretty much? Okay, cool. Yeah, I want to get like that's I like doing new festivals now because I'm like, you don't know what to expect. So I love that first like th- and I love that it's four days because that makes all the difference to me. Electric Forest would have felt like it lasted like a second if we didn't have Thursday to like I know, right? By the fourth explore. day, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I can't, yeah. It's gonna definitely gonna be rough, but at least we'll have like time to like figure things out on on Thursday. Um, so we'll figure all that out. Art installations. I know this is a big part of Okeechobee, but what like how is it? Are they everywhere? Do you have any like favorite art installations that have been really cool? Definitely everywhere. There's one inside of Jungle 51. They change it every year. And that's the thing I love. The one thing that always stays there is by Aquachobie. It's like this big wooden house. I wish I knew the name of it. I can't mm-hmm. remember, but it's a nice little hangout spot. You can go inside of the house or seats. Like there's cool little disco balls. There's also like the nice. tea lounge and the Grand Artique, which is kind of like a little oh, cool. chill area where they have a bunch of like live art going on and stuff like that. It's amazing honestly Ooh, okay see I like that so there's still like really cool trippy things like throughout that you yeah, can kind everywhere. of just like walk through oh, okay fuck yes I'm very excited about all that I, that's the stuff I would just want to like explore and kind of like discover throughout the night and like you said save time to just be able to do like the kind of hidden stuff like you said like the tea lounge that sounds interesting I don't know what that is but I want to go <laughs> go I do love that the tea, lounge. tea lounge is one of my favorite parts of Oki for sure Okay. It's a cute little like shaded area if you want to like rest, get some shade. Mm-hmm. One year they had like a compliment bar there where someone was standing and you'd walk up and they would have every single person. It was super cute. <laughs> See, so this is I know this is probably like a big gifting festival as well. Like I'm coming prepared. I've got like I've never made the clothes pins before, but I bought like a pack of like a hundred of them. 
love it. Oh my god. So I was like, this. I feel like this would be a big clothespin festival. So we're gonna actually like, I'm bringing them. So that's like our activity to do to pass time during the day. So we're gonna like decorate them at our at our campgrounds. Little like stickers on people. Yeah, I think that was that forest that happened to me. Someone put a sticker and it said Mm -hmm. you're spicy. I was like, when? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, why did someone stick me with that? It was super cute though. I love that though. I think, I mean, I'm in like the Facebook group and stuff like that. And you can tell people are already like thinking of things to give to each other, which I think just adds to the overall experience. But can you describe, you've kind of touched on it, but the crowd in general, like how are the people oh, at Oki? They're amazing. I've never had, I can't say I've ever had like one bad experience with someone there. I know mm-hmm. like usually there's always that one person who might like, you know, be a little rude or whatever at Oki. Not at all. I can't yeah. ever had a bad experience. Everyone's okay. so sweet, giving, like it's 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 super nice. It's not like an issue navigating not the crowd all, or anything. Yeah. I love the community there. It's definitely one of the best parts about Oki. Yay. I'm, I know I can't wait to freaking go. And I should have asked this before, I forgot, but outfit wise. I, I get you and me are on the same level where I'm like, I know I'm going to have planned outfits. Like I have things I want to wear during the day, but then there's the other part of me that's like, you're going to put a onesie on at night. <laughs> they actually do. Now that you just brought up onesies, they have like, it's not like a set thing by Okeechobee, but like the people of Okeechobee created this thing every year where they do onesie night and it's usually on Saturday. Hell yes. Saturdays. Okay. So we'll be in that for tin liquor. Yes. (laughs) Tin liquor and Tantra Rebellion. I will be in my koala onesie and just look out for me. I'm wearing, I'm dressing pretty chill. The first year that I went, I tried to like go all out. And by Mm -hmm. the first day, I was so tired that I was like, I don't get Yeah. I'm just putting on some shorts and like calling it a day. That's how I feel. Cause even with Thursday, cause last with, you know, forest, sorry, I keep referencing that. I'm like, this only like real camping festival, but we (laughs) had the day before which was like setting up your campsite and I just remember being like so fucking sweaty and I was like I was in whatever jean shorts next I was like never fucking again I'm coming in leggings this is so uncomfortable why did I wear jean shorts so for this time like your check-in is the day that you still need to like get ready and still go so I even for that I was like I want to wear like a super fucking comfortable outfit just to like set up the camp campgrounds and stuff like that that's a smart idea because yeah, I, sure I went, we got there a little late. It took us a couple hours to set up our campsite. And then by the time we were done, the sun was like already set. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's going to Thursday seems like it's going to go so fast. Does the music start later on Thursday anyway? I think it starts at like 5 p.m. Okay, so that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you just never know. how the. I'm like, it's just the two of us. I have no doubt we will set up everything quickly. We're not going to have that much anyway, but it will definitely be definitely be interesting to see how we do it. Just the two of us. Um, and then I guess, I don't know if you've, you've seen anything, but I just wanted to touch on VIP experience. If anybody else is doing that, have you seen like inside the festival? It sounds like they still have separate like viewing areas and typical yeah, stuff. Seen them. It definitely looks like a great option. They're a little bit closer to the stage. Obviously there's more amenities, things like that going on. I've always want, I've been really interested in doing it this year. It just wasn't in the cards for me. Maybe next yeah. year. Yeah, I know it, it depends. I'm like, as I get older and older, I'm like, right separate bathrooms (laughs) I literally just I got a VIP ticket for EDC Vegas because I'm like I can't anymore yes (laughs) like my sometimes I need a little bit of my own space nicer bathrooms you know the older you get Vegas it does make see this is the thing I'm like some because like uh, Izu for example you don't need a VIP at Izu like it's such a small event like there's certain events where I'm like it's probably not worth the money but Vegas like with the amount of people there and how it continues to grow like 100% an option just to fucking navigate the crowd 
it's it's getting brutal there (laughs) but like I I definitely think that VAP like near now which is kind of like the main stage is like a good idea because sometimes Mm. I get super crowded for big acts okay good to know and then any like miscellaneous tips or advice like things people should know if it's their first Okotobi I would definitely just be prepared for the weather. It's the biggest thing. There's a lot of people like passing out, probably people who haven't been, oh, geez. they don't understand like humidity mm. it's bad. Bug spray. Please bring bug spray. There are so okay. many ants, there's fire ants, there's spiders, oh, there's mosquitoes. Yeah. You, you gotta be prepared for that. Somebody, I keep hearing um, like to bring damp aid or something for your tent. Like people keep saying your tents can get really like moist yeah, inside. It's kind of like forest, you know, since it's hot during the day and it like cold at night, there's like that condensation that gets like all over your tent. That Mm. can be like a little frustrating. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. I I saw that people were like saying like literally take your blankets and your bedding out and put it in the car. And then when you come back out, like when you're going to sleep, like put it back. Otherwise everything's gonna be like damp and fucking cold. Yeah. That happened to us the first year. It was like my first camping festival ever. I didn't know anything and mm-hmm. I came back to my campsite and I was like my blanket is wet <laughs> oh that I could yeah. not imagine being cold and having a oh, fucking God, it was, it was a wet worst. blanket <laughs> that's what I'm saying though but this hopefully this is so helpful to you guys listening because like even where we're at like we're reading so much information like I'm in all the groups but then I think about people who like don't read anything don't watch any tips videos and I'm like they just fucking raw dog it <laughs> That is so brave. I salute those people because my anxiety would never allow me to do that. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, that's what I mean. Though. I'm like, how can you not read anything or be like not prepared Just at all? Blow yourself right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could never. No, I'm like, I've been like reading up on everything just to like fully get prepared for it. And um, as far as leaving the festival, because this was a big thing that we got stuck in last year. How, what time should we be out on Monday? Like how bad is the traffic leaving? Uh, Honestly, the traffic isn't too bad. There's so many like exits that I don't think it'll be too big of an issue. I ended up leaving like pretty late. Like Mm -hmm. I slept in so late to the point that someone, they literally had to come knocking on my tent. Like we got to get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't, there was only bad traffic in like the surrounding area. But once you get like at least 15 minutes away from the venue, it's, it's all good. It's not bad. Okay, cool. That's good to know. Yeah. Cause I know, um, just with what I learned last time, I was like, even maybe like packing up our campsite beforehand, like leaving up our canopy, but just like packing everything else in the car as tired as we are. I'm like, maybe we'll try to do that. So when we wake up, all we have to do is like take the tent down and then just go. But you'll be so tired too. And you're going to wake up in the heat and just yeah. have to like pack everything up now and go like, it's going to be brutal. Yeah, exactly. My flight's not till like 8 PM on Monday. So we have time. Smart, very smart. I was like, let's just like leave it as long as we possibly can. But I just want to avoid sitting in traffic for like four hours trying to get out of like camp. Yeah, no, that is not fun. So we'll see. But all right. My last few questions we're almost done here is just in general to get people hype, like any other favorite memories or moments or things from your past Okies? I would say my top memory from Okie was my first Okie. We were hanging out in the tea lounge, just looking around and everything. And my friend found this little box like in a tree and it said a gift for a Leo. She happened to have, she was a Leo. Ah. And it was a beautiful little like crystal bracelet with a little note. It was so cool. It's so cute. I love What the hell? It was so, I was like, oh. I would die. Okay. That's giving me ideas. Things like that happen so often at Okie. People leave like little hidden gifts everywhere. So definitely bring some stuff if you want to, to leave around, hide around. Yeah, that's so cute. I, I, that, I, that's such a good idea because I feel like we would be into that stuff. But I did, Um, 
I have the clothespins. I have like other like surprise little gifts, but I made these little cards with different like nice sayings. And I was leaving those like all around forests and stuff and stickers and things. But yeah, I definitely want to brainstorm more on like a couple super special gifts to just like have for the right moment or something. I haven't done anything like that ever. And I really want to. Do it. Yeah. Find out. There's some good shit on Etsy. I've been looking a lot on Etsy to find stuff or like I'll probably do another like Michael's run or something like that. And just hang, you know what I've seen a lot of, I still have them like mini canvases. People will just like take a canvas and paint like something really pretty on it. And I took a bunch of those home from forest too. Yeah. I don't know like how my (laughs) artistry would be on that, (laughs) but we could try it. That was so cool that I kind of want to like copy her idea. She gave me like a little fairy doll and they had like a note taped to it. And when you opened it, the fairy had a name and a sign and a personality chart. Oh my God. I was like, this is genius. That's so freaking cute. Okay. I'm going to have to think. We'll we'll think on that more. Brainstorm for sure. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, like, how are you feeling going into it? Are you ready to go? Or like, when I'm does the prep so start? I'm so excited. <laughs> I have yeah. everything ready. I have my outfits bought. Everything's booked. I can't wait. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I got to wait. I ordered one last minute outfit. So that's the last thing that's got to come in. And I've ordered but... all of them. They just, they're not here yet, but they're on their way. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Yeah. That's the thing. I think it's just like figuring out like, what our car will fit. I'm not even kidding. I like started packing my toiletries already <laughs> like for like a fucking month out. That is this like I'm ready to go. Yeah. Cause I don't <laughs> think I've never really, the only things I've ever not really like forgotten but just like things that happened, the tent locks that I had bought for my tent, it was a new tent. They didn't fit. Like they were too thick oh. to go through. So we didn't, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. We didn't have anything expensive in there, but I wrote down like a note to like buy multiple tent locks just in case like the size doesn't fit. Cause that has happened to me and the earplugs, earplugs and eye mask. Sure. Earplugs and eye masks are so important. I feel like for everything. Yeah because you know the renegade's going on there's never actually a moment where it's silent at a right. table, I feel like are you going with a big group or? I'm going with about like six people yeah okay since I'm local to Florida it's like a yearly thing for like my friend group. right I was gonna say you probably bump into a lot of people that you know definitely okay we'll have to look I don't know if you guys decorate your campgrounds or anything like that but we'll have to come come I find you like, <laughs> done it as much as I want to like yeah. I'm still getting there. I've only gone to like maybe like four camping festivals. I'm trying to get to that level. Like I see people's campsites and I'm like, wow, like insane. I really did the damn thing. <laughs> I know. I get that on my TikTok all the time of people just like it looks so comfortable. Like they literally have like God. living rooms built. <laughs> like I don't know. I mean, it's dedication. They probably all drive in together, yeah. but I I aspire to be that level of comfort. So we'll we'll see. I'm gonna bring the tapestries and do all that kind of stuff. So that yeah, we're gonna do that this year too. I would definitely want to make our campsite more like homey and nice little yeah. Area. Awesome. Well I'm so excited to go. We're gonna do like I want to do like multiple meetups and all that stuff. So I'll be posting about I have to screenshot you guys. I, I might have to add this Verizon users good luck. Right. Okay. Verizon user <laughs> no service. Zero nada like your phone will literally T-Mobile. be service all weekend t-mobile and at&t i've heard have like spotty service but for okay Verizon, no, nothing off the grid off the grid yeah, yeah. you're gonna be off the grid <laughs> <laughs> that was actually i thought i i was so concerned about battery power that i brought like literally six external like battery packs for my phone and i like think i went through only three but that was a big thing i had no no service at all at forest i had to like tap into people's hotspot just to like tell my husband I was alive. 
<laughs> that was pretty <laughs> much I it. I had the best service I think I've ever had at a festival at Forest. That's so great. I had literally not like opposite. I guess it just depends on your carrier, but everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. have service or they have none. <laughs> There's like yeah. no Yeah, but it'll be nice. Like we'll get lost in the moment and we'll enjoy it. And then yeah, when set times and stuff come out, we have to compare compare notes. But I will definitely be finding you for Tin Liquor and Township Rebellion. Oh. <laughs> Sure. I mean, gonna you happen. know, you'll find me in Jungle 51. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there a lot too. But plug where everybody can find you. What are all your handles? Uh, Tay Bruno is my Twitter, my Instagram, and also my TikTok. Same username. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was so good seeing you again. Uh, Taylor, hang tight. Everybody else, I will be back with some news. All right, fam, I hope you found that episode helpful. I know I personally learned a lot from Taylor today and it got me even more excited for my first festival of the year. I honestly can't wait. We're in like a lull right now, resting, recuperating, and I'm honestly ready to go. So I'm super excited. But today we've got a lot going on in dance music news. So let's dive into our Rave Culture cast recap. Um, First up, I was very, very excited to hear about this news but Oliver Heldens released a new record label under his alias Hilo, and it is called Hilomatic. It is a modern techno label by his alias, official Hilo. We already have a couple tracks released, which are incredible. You guys know, like, as my taste has evolved, Oliver Heldens will always be one of my favorites, but his Hilo project, I think, is absolutely incredible and the music he's put out on his own has been amazing so to to now have a record label as a platform to put out other artists it's going to be amazing so definitely go look at Hilomatic and check out some of the tracks that they have out so far Um, we have our stage hosts announced for Tomorrowland Belgium 2023 obviously some big ones that are super notable that are always there like Afterlife Core we have Q Dance uh, but I also noticed that there was Zomna Tulum as one of them, which is really exciting because that's an amazing festival that happens in Mexico. We've got Anjuna Beats and Deep, Lost Frequencies, Hex, Glitterbox, a lot of incredible ones. Um, probably still way more to be announced, but I know tickets are already on sale. Global Journey packages, I believe, are on sale. Um, and then we just have a bunch of festival lineups that have dropped. Actually, one more thing. Um, DJ Snake was announced as a Super Bowl act, which is really exciting. So he's going to be playing some sort of set, which is really, really cool. So I'm excited for him. That's a huge announcement. And then lineups, like I mentioned, we had five notable lineups, I would say, within the past week or two. Uh, The first being Movement Detroit, which is usually all techno, a little bit of house music. But this is obviously in Detroit over Memorial Day weekend, May 27th through the 29th. Really, really incredible lineup. Um, amazing back-to-backs. You've got Charlotte DeWitt, uh, Chris Liebig, Dom Dalla back-to-back. John Summit set has me quaking over here. Um, Derek Carter back-to-back. Mark Farina is going to be amazing. Fiac, Georgia and Julie live. Green Velvet, Masters at Work. Like, absolutely incredible. Tasha. So that's on sale. If you guys are into house and techno, you need to go to that. Uh, Lightning in a Bottle also announced their festival lineup, which is exciting. Um, Really interesting blend of music. Obviously, it's a little bit more multi-genre, but you do have some big headliners like Rez, Sophie Tucker, and Zoo. Tale of Us is playing. So jealous. You have Diplo, Ben Bomer, Blondish, LPG Obi. Um, Who else do we have on here? Georgia and Julie again. She's crushing it right now. Meme, Ella Stream, Liquid Stranger, Token Monster. So 
really nice blend of acts on here. This is a pretty big one that I know people are very fond of. Uh, we also have Beyond Wonderland at the Gorge announced. Um, again, typical mainstream lineup that you would see out of Insomniac, but some really incredible acts on here. AC Slater, Will Clark, obviously. Pauline Hare is amazing. Nostalgics. We've got Gesture, Kayvon. Honestly, really incredible overall. Dylan Francis. You can't go wrong with Dylan Francis. Said he's the freaking best. Uh, Whipped Cream. She's amazing. Honestly, really, really good overall. I feel like there's a lot of good acts. There's some up-and-coming people too, which is really exciting. Um, so yeah, so that is on sale now. And then last two, we have Veld, which is a Canadian music festival. I think they kind of pulled it out the bag this year. I don't know. I think the lineup's really, really solid. This is August 4th through the 6th in Toronto. Uh, your main headliners are Above and Beyond, Elenium, Loud Luxury, Resmit, I was gonna say Resmus, Resmouse, <laughs> Res and Dead Mouse playing back to back, Tiesto and Zed. Um, but you've also got like Don Diablo, who I love, Eli Brown, James Hype, Jaws, and Jaws off the deep end. So I guess he's playing two sets. Morton, Medusa, Matroda, Slander, Sullivan King, two friends, really, really fire. So that's a fun one. And then last but certainly not least, we have the Bamboozle Music Festival full lineup. This is taking place May 5th through the 7th in Atlantic City, New Jersey. You guys might have heard me talk about this, but Bamboozle was my first music festival ever. I went, it was like eight or nine years in a row. Uh, it was always more alternative and rock and pop punk, but they did have hip hop and rap. They did have some dance music over the years, but it's very nostalgic for me. It's coming back after like a 10 year hiatus, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of the big ones now that we have them, like you have Limp Biscuit on here, Papa Roach, Motionless and White, Boys Like Girls, uh, who else? Made a Parade. Some big ones, Seosin, I used to fucking love Seosin, Valencia, We the Kings, like all those kinds of people who would be like kind of nostalgic. And then on the dance music side, I know there's Steve Aoki on here. I forget who else was announced. Like you have Young Gravy. It's kind of like a little bit of a mix of everything. Um, I thought there'd be a little bit more dance music, but I think there's a couple names like still blurred out. So we'll see who else that they add. But that is everything, my friends. That is everything you need to know about dance music right now and the things going on. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, one thing you could do that would mean the world to me is make this your Instagram story and tag at RaveCultureCast. Send a link to a friend, rate, review, subscribe, do all the things, you guys. It helps tremendously. Um, and of course, if you want to join our online communities, we have a Facebook group and a Discord, which we are chatting in every single day. So come in join the conversation. We would love to have you guys. Um, affiliate links, promotional codes, all that stuff will be linked down below along with Taylor's information if you want to give her a follow. Huge shout out to her for coming on today. Thank you guys so much for being here and I will see you next week and at Okeechobee. Bye guys.